good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're absolutely right, Robert. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native news from Natives themselves, Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Well, we have celebrities on all the time, uh, Haley, and we have, uh, I don't want to say a new celebrity, but a, a celebrity that just had a big article in the paper and is hanging out with uh, Wes Studi, so we got to be really nice to to Angie Vig here of Vig Guitars. Welcome, Angie. Oh, how's yeah. it going? Oh my gosh. I don't know about all that, but what a week that I've had, we've had here, and um just so much has been going on and um yeah that article will be in the actual print tomorrow in the star tribune um so it's called i am saint paul james walsh was uh nice enough to take the time to come and choose us for this week and um yeah it's just great to talk about the store and about where i'm from and um and just our experiences here because we just celebrated our ninth anniversary here in the shop and uh so we're finally getting some good recognition. Yeah, and, and it all started here at Native Roots Radio. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh. yeah, thanks to you guys. Uh, um, we have had some customers that said they heard about us through the radio watching. So that's pretty cool. So thank you. That is cool. That is very cool. Uh, well, talk and then about a week and a half ago. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say talk. No. I was gonna say- <laughs> I was going to say, talk about your week uh, for the people. We all went and saw that and uh, talk about oh, this. Yeah, me glitch, me glitch for the, um, I won tickets for the, you guys' ticket giveaway. And that just happened to coincide the next day after I met Wes. So last week or a week and a half ago, um, I had emailed him through his website. And I didn't know if it would go to him, like who handles their social media, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just invited him to the shop, told him who I was, because his movie, A Love Song, um, mm-hmm. he plays guitar. And and I was like, oh, I did hear that he played music. And I looked up his music stuff on YouTube. And um, yeah, he's a great guitar player, bass player. And sure enough, he came in. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was here for a couple hours, him and his friend, um, Eddie Chocolate. And uh, he just wrote a book, this Eddie called This Indian Boy. And so like we were just networking and, you know, and um, Wes is so nice. And and just like, I got a new uncle. Like, he yeah. was so familiar and it was so comfortable. And so uh, cool. him and my husband jammed and um, he played bass. My husband played guitar and then he asked me to sing. So hopefully I'll post that soon. Um, we did a Bob Dylan tune because, you know, He's in Bob Dylan's state, so <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> it was only appropriate. 
we just had a really great time talking and you know i just talked to him about just what he's done for it for our people you yeah. know and representing us on screen and just everything and it was just amazing um, well, too, before we get too far uh deep in the, this interview i want you to tell everybody where you are who you are with big guitars uh you're our, our white earth Ojibwe sister here in St. Paul. And uh, tell everybody that before we forget about promoting your great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, we're in St. Paul in the Midway area. We are on Snelling Avenue and Thomas Avenue is the cross street. It's 595 Snelling Avenue North. Um, and we do, we're the biggest uh, instrument repair shop in Minnesota. And um yeah, and as far as I know, I am the first and only indigenous female music store owner. And um, yeah, it's just a, it's really neat to be in the community here this way. Yeah, it really is. And I see you at a lot of a uh, lot of things. Haley and I see you around town, and that's really good. You are in you are in the community, not only your store but your person, and that's so important for us. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be. Um, mm -hmm. We'd love to be. How fun was it meeting Bobby Wilson at um, at Wakan Tipi Awan <laughs> Yangapi? <laughs> I don't have to go to tongue. Sorry. <laughs> what was it, Haley? I I'm very unsure as well. Angie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Formerly well, known yeah. as the Lord Phelan. <laughs> Bobby's been on the show quite a few times and he's a former student of mine too so it's a really small world and we had to go see him and support his art and he's going to be on uh, soon in a week or so too uh, along with uh, we're reaching out with Wes to try to get Wes and uh, Eddie on the show too so uh, I'll have to drop your name and said Angie said you'd come on the show <laughs> oh <laughs> that's awesome yeah man that was just so cool and um, and then we just that day when we at that uh, mural reception, mm -hmm. we had got the hats in. Yeah. And so now we have the baseball hats, and I gave Bobby one, and he wore it. So that was really, that was really great. It was, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> that that one was beaded, wasn't it, or was it? I can't remember. No, he was he wearing wore another one that was beaded. No, but okay. that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, get it all sacred and sell it at uh, Native Roots Trading Post. Ho wah. <laughs> so, so do you have like a, a busy time of the year? Do a lot of students come in like in the beginning of school year? How what or is it just like feast or famine? All of a sudden you're busier than heck, and then you're slow, and then you're busy and slow. Or is it hard to hard to gauge when uh, people come in? Um. Well, because we do so much repair, we have a lot coming in right now um, mm -hmm. because the weather's changing. Look at it right now. It's raining out. And um, so it went from humid to dry to maybe a little bit humid, but it, it's a little humid, but at the same time, it's cold and dry. So all the guitar necks are moving. Uh -huh. they, they think they're still a tree, which they are. So they keep moving. And um so that causes the strings to buzz and um, and everything needs to be adjusted one way. And oh. then come summer, it'll be adjusted another way. Oh, so when I, when I play my car, guitar, it's not, those strings aren't supposed to be buzzing, huh? <laughs> no, bring it by. <laughs> we'll fix it up for you. 
Well, I know I need I need a a, a a guitar strap on it because I sit down and play it all the time, and it's hard to play some you know Prince tune or something when you're sitting down. <laughs> you can play Prince, Dega. I didn't know that. Uh, I was saying if if right, it would be hard. We're gonna have to try it out when you come here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, Angie, what's uh, what else is going on now? This is business with you and your husband. It's been nine years here in St. Paul, and it's just uh, taken off. I know I drive by it a lot because, well, I head up to the Goodwill up by your way. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> well, stop by. Yeah, we always have coffee on, and um, yeah, just check us out and drop that guitar off. We'll fix it up for you. Right on. And you give, give your address again uh, and uh, where people We're can see. 595 Snelling Avenue North. Um, our website is VigGuitarShop.com. And we're on all the social medias. So hey, thank sometime. We definitely will. I definitely will make a point of it. Great to see you. And I will see you soon. Thanks for stopping in and telling us uh, your story. And now you're a celebrity. So now we have to really beg to have you on. Oh, <laughs> Let me glad you guys. We'll see ya. All right. Hey, we'll we'll be right back. This is Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. If the statistics say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it means our whole community is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by. Stand up. Don't engage in acts of sexual violence and shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Be a vaccinative. As the fall season continues, new COVID-19 variants threaten the health of not just you, but our elders as well. These new variants might even evade previous vaccines. That's why it's important to stay up to date. The newly authorized vaccines target current variants effectively and are FDA approved for ages six months and older. But there is an important note. These are the first COVID vaccines to be commercialized, which means there may be costs associated with them. Speak with your health insurer about your coverage before scheduling an appointment to avoid a surprise bill. For those without health insurance, help is available. Ask your health clinic about options or visit vaccines.gov for free locations. Getting vaccinated protects you from severe disease. Don't put yourself or elders at risk. So be a vaccinative and protect our community. You can visit vaccines.gov for free vaccine locations. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native news from Natives themselves. Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. You know, I always say our show wouldn't be anything without the um, the guests, and uh, we have a, a guest on right now, John Williams, who's a VP of Development and uh, of Native American Community Development Institute, and uh, 
John, it's always great to see you. I just want I was uh, hoping for a, a quick update of what's happening with you and, and Nacti, and you've been out of town, and now you're back. You're ready to see a movie and a play and all those fun yes. things. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I was in Las Vegas last week for the uh, National Urban Indian Families Coalition conference, which was wonderful. They support our Make Voting a Tradition uh, work mm -hmm. here in Minnesota and uh, just a whole group of Native organizations from around the country doing civic engagement and voter mobilization in their, in their, in their communities. And it was just really um, inspiring. Made some great connections. I donated to the uh, Greater Las Vegas uh, Convention <laughs> and Visitors Bureau or whatever. <laughs> Uh, I had no luck, um, and that's okay. <laughs> I always used to say, if uh, if it wasn't for not have uh, not having any luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. It's not from that's a movie. Right. We'll have to get into that sometime. The movies. Robert, have you heard of the sphere? Yes, I have. The and it's a big eyeball. And it's brand new. I've seen that. It's crazy. Tell us about we, it. We saw it only from outside. We didn't go in. Um, and uh, U2 is playing there, and, and one of my colleagues, Ed, is going to see uh, U2 next week. Um, but um, it's just really cool. I, I posted some pictures. I don't know how they do it. It's a whole, it's a sphere, obviously, right. and it's an LED display, mm -hmm. three-dimensional. I don't know how they pull it off, but... Um, it's huge. It's huge. They, they fit like 10,000 people in there, don't they? Oh yeah, and it cost two point four billion dollars. <laughs> Isn't that staggering? That's two B one bombers, and I always said, I always talked to like uh, Robert Lilligren and talked about uh, we could feed everybody in this country if we just made one less B one bomber. Right? Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Yeah, Las Vegas is conspicuous consumption. <laughs> uh, so it was fun. It was fun for a few days, but now I'm back and I am late to the party of seeing Killers of the Flower Moon. And I know we're going to get on that this week um, mm -hmm. and the play for the people. So I've got a busy social schedule coming up. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you, saw, you guys went to it, right? We went to opening and we we're giving out tickets and uh, we'll probably have West Studio on soon. Um, and, a lot, and there's a Ho-Chunk. Uh, 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 two bears. Daniel, two bears. Yeah, two bears is on it. So we're gonna get these people on, especially as, as soon as possible, to promote it because it was awesome. It was fun. It was a lot of things. Haley and I and uh, my wife Wendy, we went and uh, it was a, a great time and uh, a quality theater. And of course, at the Guthrie. Yeah, I love the Guthrie. Um, yeah, I I heard they call out Bob Rice and powwow grounds. Yeah, they, they do. <laughs> That's Mar awesome. good way. Maria's too. I mean, I've snuck over there to Maria's quite a few times. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so it's, uh, there's lots to do in the community, and um, I wanted to let everybody know that this Thursday is our last farmers market for the season. Can you believe, oh. Robert, that it's gone that quickly? I know. I love it. And now, where am I going to be? Go and be seen and hang out with uh, people to be seen with. 
I know um, we're going to have to hibernate for a few months like usual. But yeah, yeah we're closing we're closing down the farmers uh the, we will have a winter market and I will bring more details about that as I learn them. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're also putting our farm to bed. So our farmer Gloria is um just a you know a, a reflective time of year as we you know, did so much work and ramped up for it and, and then had a great growing season in the community. And now it's time for everybody to rest um, yeah. and all the plants to go to sleep, you know, so it's, it's, it's kind of a bittersweet time, but um, uh, it, it's our seasons here in Minnesota. I have to enjoy it too. Uh, I've really been thinking about this. I'm 62 years old, the average age of, uh, uh, males are uh, 78 and a lot, lot younger as a, a native people. And I'm thinking, well, that means I have like 16 more of these and I better enjoy them. You know, that's so funny because I just told someone I've got about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll outlive you, Robert, you're, you're uh, according to our than. schedule. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you have to enjoy it. I've, I've been uh, driving down the river road. The, mm -hmm. the trees are amazing. It's so mm -hmm. beautiful out. So yeah, come and join us for one more farmer's market, and then we'll put it to bed for the year. You know, and you got uh, coming up a, a new uh, happenings in the um, museum. I like to call it the museum, but it's, uh, it's the... Um, uh, where the art hangs, uh, help me, John. <laughs> where John. the art hangs, all my relations gallery, right? That's it. That's it. Have you seen the show? Not the new one, no, but I'll be there this Thursday to be able to check it out for sure. Okay, it's called a Abajiji one, which means it's Ojibwe for it flows continuously, mm. as I understand it. Um, it's uh, these two artists, Monique Verdon and uh, Karen Goulet. And Karen lives at the at the headwaters of um, the Mississippi. Oh. And Monique lives in Houma, Louisiana. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, at the Delta. And so mm -hmm. they've had this ongoing conversation and documentation and community work around our river as a relative. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful um, uh, uh, interactive. There's um, there's some really cool weaving. Um, uh, and uh, Karen actually did a workshop for us for two days where community members could come in and use the looms. Have you guys wow. ever used a loom before? Uh, only to bead. Not okay. to uh, make a, a, a loom, what, a rug or? A rug, yeah. So we yeah. were working on a community rug. We asked people to bring an item that they could, you know, um, basically cut up into pieces and add to the community uh, the community oh. rug that they're making. And it, it's, 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 it looks a little intimidating, you guys, but it's easier than I thought. Wow, that's a, that's awesome. Um, well, we're here with uh, John Williams, a VP of Development, and John, it's always uh, it's always fun to uh, talk to you and see you, and I always think of my old uh, buddy Julia Tavine, you know, when, years ago. All right. I, and uh, I have to, I'm Facebook with friends with her, so I have to just give her a quick shout out someday because she danced as a youngster 
with uh, another uh, high school, or this was junior high, but Leah Thompson was also a dancer too before okay, she became I don't an actor. Know Leah. She, she uh, was in Back to the Future and. Uh, oh, she went, okay. Went to junior high with her and she went to open school and she was a ballerina before she was an actor. Okay. So I know all these famous people like you. You do. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> what? Well, so what else is going on? We got a couple more minutes here, and uh, oh, sure. So, um, well, the city council elections are coming up, Robert. Yep. Wow. Um, we've been out with our make voting a tradition program. We've been tabling. We did the Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, 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 voter registration over with AIOIC. Um, we are handing out, um, we have a partnership with the League of Women Voters and they put together an awesome um, guide to all the candidates, nonpartisan. Mm. It just is the roster for everybody to understand and know, you know, what those council positions do. And right. Um, I know because my boss was a former council person, but right. not everybody does, you know, they, mm -hmm. they, they don't know. And so it explains the role of city. These folks are making decisions for us every day that impact yeah. our streets, our roads, um, you know, uh, everything. And so it's real important that we get out and vote. And uh, it is November 7th. The election day is November 7th. Oh, my goodness. I better just double check. Yeah, well, and uh, here in St. Paul, and I'm sure in Minneapolis and all around, the early, early voting is happening now, too. And uh, what, Wendy and I do the early voting because we don't know where we're going to be on November 7th. And it's you're right, absolutely right. You know, there's things happening here uh, with apartment buildings here in St. Paul that uh, the city council's uh, made some decisions on that. A lot of people aren't happy about and if you're not voting and you're not part of the process and you really don't have anything or you you really can't complain well we can always complain um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just who we are as people um right. no but i mean uh our voice and our vote matters i mean we 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 are such a force when 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 we when we all go out to vote, we just did a survey, Robert, mm -hmm. uh, and we we got 861 replies. What? Um, and the question was, we just wanted a baseline. Why do you vote? Mm -hmm. We wanted to get some narrative from people. You know, of, you know, not not yes or no questions, but why do you vote? And then if if you don't vote, why also? And mm -hmm. there was narrative on almost every single question. People like to talk about this issue mm -hmm. a, a vast majority of people uh express that they vote and they vote for their children their grandchildren for the climate for the, for the earth for water you know all the things that are important to indian people but what is a little disheartening is those that don't vote yes. and and some people have been really harmed by the system and yeah. i think what mvat staff and canvassers do so well is that they connect with people one-on-one -on -one so that conversations can happen you know why don't you vote is not a simple
question to be asking people. It's very complex. Lots of things are brought into it. So I just love our people that they're out there. We canvassed uh, um, uh, the different wards. Um, and we're just trying to, you know, um, encourage people to to get to the polls. Let's do that. Hey, John, thanks for stopping in and really appreciate you and what you guys do. We'll be talking to you soon. Voting is very important. You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and we're with John Williams, VP of Development at Native American Community Development Institute. We'll be right back. At Metro State University, change the world your way. Students learn from expert instructors in high-demand degree programs, including healthcare, technology, cybersecurity, teaching, and business. As one of the most diverse universities in Minnesota, Metro State is a learning community dedicated to equity, inclusion, and anti-racism. Explore 60-plus high-quality bachelor's degree programs at Metro State University's open house events in person October 17th and online October 19th. Sign up at metrostate.edu slash open house. Know your power. Metro State University. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. howl. In this critical time for Indian country, voting is crucial to protecting the land, water, and communities. Voting creates collective power in securing our planet's future amid climate chaos. Engage in personal conversations with loved ones to ensure they are making informed voting choices. Register to vote. And don't forget that 16- and 17-year-olds can pre-register to vote in Minnesota. NACTI is asking us to stand together and make voting a tradition. Go to NACTI.org to learn more and make your pledge to vote. Bonjour. Hello. My name is Wabin. I am an enrolled member of the White Earth Nation, descendant of the Navajo Nation, and co-chair of the Indigenous Employee Resource Group with the Minnesota Department of Transportation. MnDOT is hiring for a variety of positions from road maintenance to accounting and more. We offer great benefits. For more information or to set up a one-on-one resume and application assistance, visit mn.gov slash careers or you can text or call 612-257-2388. 612-257-2388. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and Strong Hearts Native Helpline is here to help. If you are experiencing domestic or sexual violence, Strong Hearts advocates provide culturally appropriate support and advocacy for Native Americans and Alaska Natives. Free, confidential, anonymous, 24-7. Strong Hearts advocates are Native American and take a Native-centered approach to every contact. Call or text 1-844-762-8483. That's 1-844-7-NATIVE. Or chat online at www.strongheartshelpline.org. With a look at your AM950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Showers and thunderstorms continue tonight with a low of 51, then Wednesday cloudy with a high of 60. The Tungis Palette is a social enterprise business built with purpose and fortified with love. Discover the best peach cobbler in the world at Latungis Palette, 1400 Park Avenue South in Minneapolis. Visit the website at latungispalette.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. 
This portion of the show is supported by JS Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul. Hey, I love their coffee. Love, love, love their coffee. Get Steve's blend. That's the dark roast. I love it. Hey, we are here with Samantha Still, and she's a communications manager at Strong Hearts Helpline. It's a national domestic and sexual violence helpline headquartered here in Minneapolis. And uh, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and we are going to be talking a little bit about Strong Hearts and what they do for the community and... uh, also, we have a Let's Talk Empowerment on October seventeenth, twenty twenty three. That you can tell us a little more, a little bit more about your virtual event and what's happening. Just a big uh, hello and a who uh, welcome, Samantha. Yes, hi. Thank you for having me. Our communications team has planned our very first live chat via Zoom titled Let's Talk Empowerment, which will feature our CEO, Lori Jump, which y'all have had the pleasure of meeting before. We'll be talking talking about Strong Hearts culturally appropriate support and advocacy and why it's important to Native Americans and Alaska Natives. Yeah, I I wonder if we could go over some of the... uh some of the uh, services that you guys provide, because I know we've been in partnership with you guys over the years and you've really grown and uh, really, uh, it's been a very important part of our community all over Turtle Island. Yeah, so some of the things that our advocates provide, um, one of the main things that um, we actually get calls for is peer support. We also offer help for um, safety planning. We um, give our um, relatives resources to local, or sorry, um, we give them referral, or not referrals, we um, refer them, I guess, yes, to um, local resources in their tribal community or in their surrounding areas. Yeah. And, you know, Samantha, I understand that you guys are approaching your seventh year in operations, and that's how long Native Roots Radio has been on, too. So can you talk to me about some of the transformations and how Strongheart has really evolved over the years? Yes, we are quickly approaching seven years in operation. Congratulations to you guys. Seven years is quite the time. Um, If you don't mind, I'd kind of like to talk a little bit about um, how we how we were born, and then go into some of the um, you know obstacles and things we've we've gone through over the past seven years. Um, so, in 2016, the National Domestic Violence Hotline and the National Indigenous Resource Center noticed that despite the disproportionate numbers of Native Americans and Alaska Natives experiencing violence, our relatives who needed support were not reaching out. So thankfully, those organizations were forward thinking enough to create strong hearts to be a resource for our relatives. We were born and here we are almost seven years later with nearly 50,000 contacts to our line. But In those almost seven years of being in operation, um, we've done quite a few different things. One of the main things we did within those seven years was increase our hours of operation. When we first started, we were were open during normal business hours. And we seen that even though when uh, our relatives would call us, after hours, they would have an option to press one and be transferred to a different hotline. And our relatives just weren't doing that. They wanted to wait until the next day to speak to a Native advocate. And so out of that need, we increased our services to 24-7, 365, 365 days a year. Um, So that was a major thing we did was increase our hours of operation. 
Not only did we do that, we also added two different ways our survivors could contact us. One of those was um, by text by phone and also chat via our website. In those seven years, we've also added two different, two other training components that cover sexual assault. And most recently, we partnered with the Department of Homeland Security's The Blue Campaign, adding a training component to cover uh, human trafficking. Yeah, that's really, really huge. Uh, and over the past six years, uh, what have been some of your unexpected hurdles uh, that you've had to overcome? Yeah, so like a lot of different organizations within the past several years, we had to implement and practice social distancing and we had to have a social distancing protocol, which led us to uh, needing some more space. So what we did is we did a hybrid um, schedule for our advocates and then eventually went to um, all remote. We didn't think that it would become a permanent tool of operation for us, but as it turns out, it, it worked for our organization and just recently we became a fully remote organization. Uh, what began as an obstacle to overcome became one of our, our positives by forcing us to open up job opportunities for applicants nationwide. And we presently have advocates in 15 different states throughout Turtle Island. Wow, that's crazy. That's awesome. Uh, so Stronghearts is, is gathering real-time data on a national basis. Mm-hmm. Why is this so, so, so important? Yeah, so in general, there has been very little data being collected on Native populations nationwide. At Strong Hearts, we're identifying those types of the types of abuse being reported and service barriers and the lack of available resources. We know that access to resources is severely lacking. Let me give you an example. There's just over 5,000 uh, shelters and service organizations in this country, yet only 300 of those are Native Center. That's why it's important for our advocates to be prepared to give all of our contacts the best support system we can offer, including things such as crisis intervention and safety planning. Um, our advocates understand that Native American and Alaska Natives need, need and they deserve culturally appropriate support and advocacy. And when resources aren't available, our advocates help our contacts to navigate violence with information and education on how to organize, uh, recognize red flags and how to plan for safety. You know, what are some of the, uh, uh, the top needs that Strong Hearts is uh, uh, to get past a service, identified as getting past uh, some service barriers? So we know that 76% of the time, Strong Hearts advocates are providing peer support. That's what, that's what our callers need is peer support, followed by education on red flags and healthy relationships, and then making referrals to shelter and local resources. But when it comes to barriers for service, like many, our challenge, we're challenged by barriers involving transportation, financial constraints, and the need for anonymity. One of the things we're proud to do, to offer our contacts, we're proud to refer them back to local resources. We're especially proud of our exist, our extensive, sorry, I'm getting a little tongue-tied here, our extensive database of Native-centered providers that we can refer our contacts to if needed. Um, the need for anonymity in the Native community is huge, right? Um, mm-hmm. confidentiality, confidentiality and an anonymity are foundational to strong hearts. We all know the saying, um, we're all related, right? 
Mm-hmm. On, on Turtle Island. And sometimes that can be a good thing or that can be a bad thing. So when our relatives are reaching out for support, sometimes their first call is not going to be to their local resource, right? Because they may know somebody who works there and they're not ready for everybody to know what's going on. And so us being the first people they call, the first line of defense, if you will, um, gives them a, a sense of them having the anonymity that they're sometimes looking for. You know, that is a really good point, and I never really, really thought about that, but that is really uh, a good point and uh, a good way to go about it. I know, you know, you've received a lot of context over, you know, the last six years. You know, what what kind of abuses is uh, reported? Yeah, so we have things that are reported like... Um, um, sexual abuse, domestic abuse, cultural abuse. Um, uh, let's see, things like, um, those are three of our bigger things that are reported. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do, can you define a cultural abuse for our audience? I know that's kind of a, not a vague, but I know you and I understand Stan, what that could be. Could you just explain that real quick? Yeah, cultural abuse. And it's something that you may not even think is happening to you, right, when you're in a relationship. But if your your partner is keeping you from, you know, going to, to do a sweat or participating in um, uh, tribal doings that, you're, that your reservation is holding, um, even things like a powwow for some could be a cultural doing. So things that you find comfort in um, within your, your tribal community. Um, that your partner is keeping you from can be identified as cultural abuse. Yeah, that's a that's a hard one too. That that, uh, that runs deep, uh, as many of these are. Uh, it's it's just a great uh, organization. We're here with Samantha Still of Strong Hearts, uh, the Native Helpline, which has just been so exciting over the years to see you grow and uh, and really help our community. And I, I really, I really like how we brought up the fact that, um, you know, that you you help navigate this because sometimes our community is too uh, tied in with the, with people and everyone. Like I know as Ho Chunks, darn, we're all related, literally. You know, <laughs> literally down the road. It's like, wow. But yeah, I mean, and it's a serious thing too. Yeah, the need for anonymity is probably one of the more important things. Um, our advocates, it, our, our line is 100% confidential. Um, we, we don't take any personal information. And so you know that you're free to call our line and that your, your story and your information is safe with our advocates. Well, we've been talking about the line. Uh, we're about to wrap up the segment. Why don't we give uh, out uh, the number? Uh, I think that's really important, and we should do that a few times, too, in the next uh, next segment because uh, there's people out there listening all over Turtle Island that may need this help or know somebody that needs that now. Yeah, so you can call or text one eight four four seven native That's one eight four four seven six two. 8483. You can also chat online at www.strongheartshelpline.org and we are 24 7. Wow, that's exciting. Samantha, you have time to, to hang on for another another segment here because I uh, 
I'd like to go over a little more of that information that we have. Uh, you've given us a lot of information. We can chew on it and, and talk a little bit more about it and get the n- number out there again. Absolutely. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and we're here with Samantha Still of Stronghearts Native Helpline, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. October's Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and Stronghearts Native Helpline is here to help. If you are experiencing domestic or sexual violence, Stronghearts advocates provide culturally appropriate support and advocacy for Native Americans and Alaska Natives. Free, confidential, anonymous, 24-7. Stronghearts advocates are Native American and take a Native-centered approach to every contact. Call or text 1-844-762-8483. That's 1-844-7-NATIVE or chat online at www.strongheartshelpline.org. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Hey, hey, we're here with Samantha Still, uh, Stronghearts Native Helpline, uh, and we're talking uh, uh, about the helpline and the history and the things that it does. I, I, I want to also just give the number again, one eight four four seven native That's one eight four four seven six two eight four eight three or Stronghearts org. that's strongheartshelpline.org, one word. They're open 24 hours, seven days a week. Hey, uh, Samantha, thanks again for coming on. I just, uh, It just feels like today we've had uh, really a show on really important work, and uh, it's great to have those and great to see our community reaching out to our community and uh, in a good way. I, I want to ask you, what are, what are is what is the thing that you want people to remember about strong hearts? Yeah, there's, I can go on and on, but there's yeah. a couple things <laughs> that I, I like to highlight. Um, 
our advocates, all of our advocates are 100% Native American. They they are all they are all Native American on the line. So when you're calling, you're going to get somebody who understands what you're going through. They understand your 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 trauma. They understand generational trauma. So you're going to get on the line with somebody who understands you. And although we are culturally appropriate for Native Americans and Alaska Natives, we will help anybody who calls our line if that's mm. getting you resources or um, forwarding you to um, a different helpline. We are there for whoever contacts our line. Um, I just want to highlight again our event on October 17th, Let's Talk Empowerment with CEO Lori Jump. We have LinkedIn, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. You can go to any one of our um, our social media platforms to register for that um, that very important talk. Yeah, that is, uh, and thanks for bringing that up again, because that is very important. And I think uh, for myself, uh, doing this show over the years and really um finding out and being keyed in on how important something like this not only just in the community but our community especially because of all the trauma that uh a lot of our people and most of our people have carry with them mm-hmm. yes um even throughout my um my time with strong hearts you know i i was I'm close knitted into my tribal community and there's things that I still am learning about my community being in this position and all of the information that I gather while being here is making me so rich um, and so fortunate. Yeah. And it is. And it's, and it's a thing that I think nowadays, you know, I'm 62 years old and nowadays we can talk about a lot of things. I mean, you know, for me being a, a, a male, I was always told not to cry and it shows lack of power. And, and a lot of times abuse and trauma come from those places of power. And we, we, we want to be vulnerable and emotional and human. And I think everybody wants to be that way, but sometimes that doesn't happen. And we really need, we need to help people that are um, in situations that, that aren't good. Yes, I, I think it's important that we remember that our our ancestors, they were strong and they were resilient and we must carry that forward and show that we are too strong and our people are resilient and we can get through and we have got through a lot of different things. Yeah. Haley, uh, you, have you, you've been listening intently. Have you any questions here? Uh, I want to give out the number again and uh, how important it is, but I know... It's really important uh, for our, our women to listen and hear this. But I just want to say uh, one more time, the number is one eight four four seven native That's one eight four four seven six two eight four eight three or www.strongheartshelpline.org. And hours of operation are 24-7. Yeah, I just got to say thank you, Big Pinagigi Sam, for coming on with us. And I'm really, really grateful that Native uh, Strong Hearts Native Helpline is a thing. You know, like before, I had never heard of a, such a service like this. And I, I will say, you know, I, you know, being in therapy and overcoming trauma and things like that, you know, going to a normal um, 
you know, therapy place and trying to get them to understand the pain and the trauma that comes from maybe not growing up in the culture or losing that in the family. And, you know, they don't always know the right thing to say. And I feel like we really need that as natives and we need someone on our side and who's been through it and who has that generational trauma. So they know exactly, one, how you're feeling, but also know how to support you in that type of pain as well. Yes, I agree. And we have a lot of different resources on our website and we have um, a specific section on there that'll talk you through how to support a loved one who is experiencing sexual or domestic violence because everybody unfortunately knows someone. And our website is a great tool for anybody to utilize who is looking for more information, whether you are a victim, a survivor, or somebody who loves somebody who's going through this situation. We have a ton of great resources on our website. Please, please, when you have a chance, uh, visit our website and look at those resources. Well, we talked a little bit about uh, uh, abuse with uh, uh, our uh, people's abuse. You know, I I guess one of the things I want to talk about, too, is that Abuse is not just physical. There's an emotional abuse, and whether we talked about earlier about keeping people away from their culture uh, is abuse, and that's part of a, a long line of things that, that could happen that our relatives have to be aware for us sometimes. Yes. Um, I think there's a lot of things that can qualify as abuse that you Unless you're educated about abuse, you're not going to realize that you're in an abusive relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I keep plugging in our website, but again, on our website, we have a healthy relationship quiz um, because sometimes you're not going to know that you're that you're in an abusive relationship or that your partner is abused. So if you have any questions or doubts in your mind, head over to our website, take that healthy relationship quiz, and our advocates, one of the things they offer is peer support. Call, call our line. Talk through your situation. Our advocates are there to help walk you through if you're going through something that you're unsure if it's abuse or not. They, they, they will help you get through that and, and help you find an answer. You know, with pain, there's growth. And what a, a great way to get help through Strong Hearts uh, Native Hotline to get uh, the help you need. We all need help, and, and we all are not sure when we're in the middle of the fire what the fire is all about. So it's, it's great to be able to reach out, whether it's over the phone or on the website, like you said. Uh, it's important. Don't be afraid. The opposite of fear is faith. And um, with having somebody like Strong Hearts Native Hotline supporting you, um, yeah, I, it's, I just can't say enough about your organization. And, and, and it's proof in the pudding of the growth in the last six years, Samantha. Yes, we we have grown exponentially and we are all super proud of the growth our organization has seen. Um, our CEO, Lori Jump, she she's a great leader in our organization and she she really does care about the work we do, which all reflects on us. And so we're all very passionate about the work we do here at Strong Hearts Native Helpline. Hey, we only have like a, a minute left. I want you to get that uh, information out again about your your symposium on the 17th. Yes, we're going to have a live Zoom chat titled Let's Talk Empowerment featuring our CEO, Lori Jump. Head over to any one of our social media platforms. We have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, and uh, LinkedIn. You can find the link to register on that October 17th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
Well, Samantha, still with Strong Hearts uh, Native Helpline, www.strongheartshelpline.org. Thank you so, so much for stopping in. Very important information. We'd love to have you on again, and maybe even before uh, the 17th, just to remind everyone. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having us, and thank you for the continued support. Right on. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you're part of the resistance. We're still here. We are the 7th generation. And free Leonard Peltier now. No.